and welcome to Totally Weird and Twisted. Viewer discretion is advised. We're back! Hello! Welcome back to Twat. Cheers! Cheers. I hope you can't hear it, it's cans. Welcome back to another episode. School just started. Oh, yeah. So that's fun. Waking up at the <laughs> crack of dawn. That is just my favorite thing to do, is to wake up at... Dark. Oh, dark 30, <laughs> before the sun wakes up, right. and to come home after the sun has gone away. Yeah. Yeah, it's real fun. It's exciting. I'm really liking it. We're a little bit tired. A little bit. As we sit here and drink alcohol after chugging, like, a pot of coffee. Yeah. So that's fun. <laughs> However, we did go to Starbucks this afternoon, and I got a pumpkin spice latte. Ooh. For the third time this week, and I'm happy. <laughs> I know there's so many people happy about that, but I I wish I could get on board to be like, oh my god, the pumpkin spice lattes are coming because I like the fall, I like Halloween, but that it just gives me no joy at all. I'm like, keep that shit away from me. <laughs> Have you seen all the memes where they're like, fuck you, summer doesn't start in, yeah. or fall doesn't it's start until. August. Like, September 22nd or whatever, keep your pumpkin spice whatever away from me. And by the way, it makes you constipated. <laughs> Does it? I, I guess. I don't know. I never, I've never heard that. It never gives me that problem. I love it. And now they have, a, like, a pumpkin frappuccino, and it is so sweet. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh, I don't, I don't like it. I'll just stick to my lattes. I'll tell you what, though. On the first day that it came out, it came out on Tuesday, and I went to the Starbucks that's in, like, the Harris Teeter grocery store by my house, and they <laughs> didn't have it. And the chick looked like she was fucking hating life. And it's not like there was a line or anything. It was just me. And I walk up, and I was like, I know it's the first day, but do you guys have the um, pumpkin spice stuff in today? And she was like, no, sorry, we don't. And I'm like, okay, you know, no worries. Can I have a caramel macchiato? And she was like, yeah, sure. So I asked for a venti, you know, whatever, no big deal. They have them all year round. Shouldn't be a big problem, right? I ask for my drink, I pay for it, and I go over, you know, to the end of the counter to wait for my drink. Again, no one's there. Not a big deal. Right. <laughs> she gives me a grande. Not a big deal. There's like a 25 cent difference. I take my drink, and you know, because they're really hot when you first oh, get yeah. them. So, you know, my neighborhood is right behind this store. So I just drove home, took a sip, like maybe 15, 15 minutes after I got home. And I took a sip of it, and I wanted to immediately spit it out. It was not even what I fucking ordered. So not only did this bitch have the worst attitude ever, she gave me a caramel latte, which tastes like warm piss. It was so, so gross. So not only did she give me the attitude of a lifetime for no yeah. damn reason, she gave me the wrong size and the wrong fucking drink when all I wanted was... So what is, <laughs> what is a latte? Like when you get a pumpkin spice latte... Minus the pumpkin spice flavor. What is a latte? Girl, I don't know. <laughs> oh. So then how do you know it's a caramel latte? Because it was like all milk. Like caramel macchiato has like the caramel drizzle and like all this fucking delicious. But oh. it's like the taste. I just know by the taste because yeah. I drink them so often. Yeah. Because I'm a snob like that. So, <laughs> huh? but I was drinking it and it tasted like hot milk with like a dash of caramel. And I'm like, what do you is get this? Do lattes have coffee in them? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit? A splash? They do, but it's like mostly milk. Okay. It's like a shot of espresso with like more milk. Yeah. But it was not at all what I ordered. And I was like, this is bogus. Right. So I was like, I knew I should have gone to Safeway. So the next day I go to Safeway and I'm like, do you have the pumpkin? She's like, oh yeah, we have all the drinks and the frappuccino and you can get this cold and this whatever and blah, blah, blah. And now we have apple pie and yada, yada. I'm like, fuck apple pie. I just want pumpkin. She made me the best pumpkin spice latte I've ever had in my whole life. Ooh. And I'm like, I'm just going to move into this Safeway. Yeah. <laughs> because. You're going to make me my morning coffee every right. morning? You're the best barista ever. And then she starts complimenting me on like my piercings and all this stuff. And I'm like, I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. She was so chipper. I'm like, I wish everyone was like you. Ugh. I know. I am not like that, especially in the morning. Um, yeah, no kidding. But at work I am. But sometimes it's fake. But no one has to know that. <laughs> it's like I do it for the tips. Yeah. <laughs> Give me your money. Right. Pay me, bitch. <laughs> They'll be like, um, you fell asleep blow drying my hair, but our conversation was good. So here's a $20 tip. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let the terrible blow dry go. You know, I'll be like, you know, school just started and I'm tired. Right. My kid like, had to get up at 5 a.m. But yeah. thanks. Anyway. Anywho. I have an update <gasps> on my creepy neighbor. Yes. <laughs> but it's nothing creepy, but anything with him creeps me out. You know, like yes. any excuse to come to my house. And now this one, I guess, is a little bit more credible of an excuse. But so this morning we were in the living room and the doorbell rang. Your doorbell works? Yeah. But it's like a dum. It's not like a <laughs> so ding it's like, dong. So it's like half broken. Yeah. Like you can tell someone's <laughs> doing it, but it's like. Um, so Danny comes inside because he was out on the porch already. And, um, or no, he went out on the porch and was like talking to whoever came. I had no idea who it was. And, but I see this like little old lady out there. So he comes in and he's like looking for a shirt and he's like trying to be all fast. And I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, that's the neighbor's mom. Like he had something happen with his heart and she needs help and something like that. What? And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I'm like, I'm a terrible person. Cause I'm like, oh my God, this guy's like, what if he's dying over there? You know? So you automatically assumed it was him and not the neighbors on the other side. No, I asked Danny. I was like, those oh. neighbors? And he was like, no. I was like, oh, that neighbor? Oh, that one. So, cause I didn't even know if his mom would be alive. So I assumed it was the younger ones. <laughs> See that? Yeah. Okay. You know? But, um, so he goes over there and I guess what happened is he had, he like was on the verge of having a heart attack. This and... morning? No, no, no. So I guess two days ago, I don't know how long ago. He was on the verge of having a heart attack and went to the hospital and they put stints in and shit, you know? Mm -hmm. So his mom, I guess, picked him up from the hospital and brought him back home. But for some reason he was locked out of his house. He did. I don't know. He didn't have the key, I guess. Hmm. So he had been sitting out there like in the heat, you know, feeling like shit, trying to get in. And then finally his mom came over and got Danny so Danny goes over and the guy's like, um, he's like, kick my door down. I don't care. Like, kick it down. Danny's like, hold on. He went in his garage and got some tool and he was able to open the door. So I'm like, okay, well, that sucks. You know, I always talk shit about him and now he's got a heart ailment. Because you caused it and everything? <laughs> no, I just feel bad because he's like not doing so hot. Right. And so Danny comes home and he's like, oh, we might not have the crazy neighbor that much longer. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh my God. So... <laughs> then we go about our day. Danny leaves. Mm. After Danny leaves, the doorbell again. And I'm like, Dong! and the, and Claire <laughs> is walking for the door. And oh. just, I just know it's him. Yeah. You know, I just knew it. I'm like, no, no, I'll get it. I'll get it. And so I go and I open the door and it's him. And I'm like, hi, you know, trying to be right. like, I wave at you and you look like you're going to fucking eat me for dinner. Yeah. But now you're at my door. So right. He, like, motions me to come out on the porch, and I'm like, oh, my God. So I go out on the porch, and I had to close the big door because I don't want Moose trying to, like, attack him. Right. Because, as I've told you, Moose does not like him. So I'm out there, and he's like, so I've had some medical stuff going on, and I'm changing my diet. And then I look down, and he has this bag of, like, food and drinks and stuff from his house that... He doesn't want to go to waste, so he brought him to me. That he probably got from your fucking, <laughs> your like Walmart Instacart. or Instacart or whatever. Like, oh, I did see that I ordered this shit. I didn't know where it went. Right. <laughs> I stole this from your Instacart. Yeah. <laughs> Figured I'd give it so, back to you. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, thanks. In my head, I'm like, I'll just put it inside. You know, I'm not going to do it. I'll just put with it, it in my burn barrel. So thanks. I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, if you don't want it, pitch it. I want to be like, you pitch it. I don't want it. <laughs> it's not my shit. Yeah. Thanks. But, um, so I was like, okay, you know, and he was, he was being nice, but. Cause he wanted something from it's, you. But it's hard to explain. Like he looks you directly in the eye while he's talking and he doesn't break stare. And it's like creepy. And he honestly, he didn't seem like he was sick at all. <laughs> like it was just, I, I'm not saying he wasn't, you know, but you know, it was fucking, like, almost 100 degrees today. If you add that, like, heat, humidity yeah, index, index and shit or yeah. whatever. And he walked over to my house and he looked totally fine, which is kind of fucked up to say. But, and he's like, you know, I'm going to be, I don't know, something like, I'm going to cut to the chase with you. I'm like, 
because I was like, we had kind of ended the conversation. I was going to go inside. And then he's like, you know, I'm going to be straight with you or whatever. And he's like, I had uh, some sort of heart procedure. I can't remember what it is. I'd be like, Catho- oh. ca- Decatheteration or catheterization? Catheterization. Catheter, la, la, la. Yeah, that. <laughs> Um, I'd be like, cool, I didn't ask you. And I was like, I was like, oh, man, I hope that gets better. <laughs> hope it and didn't then, hurt. And then um, I was like, well, I hope you uh, feel better. And then he's like, and so now I'm not, I'm not eating the way I used to. And uh, I know your husband's an EMT, so I would like to have a conversation with him because I want to know what the rest of my life looks like after this. And I'm like, you didn't all, ask your fucking heart doctor. He's not a cardiologist. Right. But I feel like it's so, I feel terrible saying this because he's like had heart shit happen now, but I Allegedly. feel like he's looking for a way into our family in some form or another. Like a, he wanted to watch the dog, which yeah. would require giving him a key to the house. Yeah. Then he comes over to borrow an egg, probably so he can look into the house. And or he just lures be in our your yard. daughter over to talk to her. Yeah, he did that too. The Instacart thing, I don't fucking know about that. Um, also, you know, now, I don't know, he's trying to like warm Danny up, which mm-hmm. is not going to work. I'm not worried about that. But but it's so creepy. It's like he's now added something that we have to like feel bad about. Like Yeah, there's a guilt component health. now. You know, and I'm like, is it real? Like, I assume so. Like, his mom with him, but I don't know. But you couldn't ask the surgeon that did your procedure what the rest of your life is going to look like? You have to ask your EMT neighbor. Right. Who's not a cardiologist. Right. What the (laughs) fuck, dude? Mm Mm-hmm. His job is to save you in in an emergency. Right. Not give you your fucking... Life expectancy after having stents put in. Get over it. Right. So. No offense. I don't know. Full offense. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I'm confused. So I don't know. Like, now I have this weird, like, like, I still don't want to be anywhere near him. Yeah. I don't love that he is, like, ill because, like, let's say he ends up having a heart attack and he dies. I'd be like, am I the worst person on the planet? No. But I still think you trust your gut feeling, and I don't trust him. And hundred percent, I think your he gut. lingered on my porch a little too long. <laughs> he so... definitely cut to the chase, Mandy. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot straight, or what the fuck he said. Yeah, I can't remember the verbiage because I was kind of like freaking out the whole time. Like I am alone on my porch. The door's closed behind me. Danny's not home, and I made the mistake of saying that Danny wasn't home because he was saying he wanted to talk to him. I was like, oh, well, he's not home right now. It's like foot mouth. But he'll, he's on his way. So if you have any questions, <laughs> like I, God, I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe I fucking did that. Yeah. So anyway, that's my update. It's nothing scary. But again, I could, it, you, it's hard to explain because you're, you're not seeing it, but I could just, in, I could tell that he enjoyed that he was on my porch. I believe you. And it's weird. He's fucking creepy. And, you know, just... Please, like, God, tell me he does not listen to this. Or he's not standing outside of our windows hearing me right now. My ass is grass. I'm that's sorry. the case. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not knocking the guy because he had a heart procedure or didn't. Whatever. And if he did, you know, whatever. It happens but to a lot of people, unfortunately. It does. And I'm not dismissing that. No, no, no. However... I have been outside how many fucking times when this guy has come over? How many times when this guy is fucking creeping around out back? Mm -hmm. How many times when Moose is trying to get through the fucking fence at this guy when he was creeping on us in the middle of the night? Yeah. How many times were we standing outside waiting for Dexter's bus and this guy, like, you're trying to be nice and wave and this guy acts like you're not even fucking standing there. And now all of the sudden he wants your family to be fucking sympathetic for him. He can kiss my whole ass (laughs) and he can he can fuck all the way off with that bullshit because i'm telling you what (laughs) 
<laughs> he's only coming over here because he wants something like he does every fucking time. Can I have an egg? Can I have this? Can I have that? Can I well, watch your dog? This time he's giving me stuff, but... Because he didn't... Because he was too lazy to put it in his own fucking trash can? No, it was an ulterior motive. I'm telling you. I feel like... I believe that. I feel like... You know how, like, serial killers leave clues? Almost like they want to be caught? Yeah. Like, I'm like, maybe there was something in that bag... That I would like find Didn't your mom on my say something about like smushed eggs or some bullshit. Oh yeah, the eggs were cracked in the bottom or something. Yeah, she he gave them fucking eggs that were broken in the bottom of a bag. Like fucking weird, man. It's very strange. Throw your own eggs away. Like yeah. I understand a bag full of like unopened cans of soda. That's cool. Just don't. Like, how do you know the rims aren't fucking poisoned? Exactly. I know. Like, I just. I think too. I don't know. This there's something I've. Ugh. Just trust your instinct, and hopefully I don't end up being, like, the After world's worst person. the way he fucking stared me down when he told yeah. you that our kids were... Too loud. Too loud, and it made him think that something was oh wrong. Oh, my God, you know what he said? he wanted to, like, fucking call the police. No, you know what he said? His words? Exactly. Oh, my God, we are terrible people. <laughs> he said... I'm not a terrible listen, person, and no, I don't give a fuck. Listen, he said... It's just kind of like ironic or come full circle at this point because he said when he hears the kids screaming, even though if it's laughter, it gives him many heart attacks. Oh. That's that was his word. Did you hear Dexter laughing, sir? <laughs> fucking asshole. Anyway. I'm sorry. I'm not saying he deserved this or didn't. I'm yes, just we don't, saying we don't actually know if I'm like totally crazy and reading. I don't think you're way. totally crazy. I've encountered this asshole. Yeah. I think. I think that something's up with this guy, and I don't think your spidey senses are wrong. There's something wrong with this dude. Yeah, for real. And I, like, my intuition is like, uh-uh, yeah. no. Something's wrong with this motherfucker, and... Yeah, one of these days, I'm gonna have an update, and I'm gonna be like, I fucking knew it. There's I a body it. in his fucking yeah. basement. That's Police why the are music here, is loud. Yeah. I hope there's no body for, like... Ever. Whoever his potential victim could be. Right. But. One day there's going to be like a video or we're going to be live. And you're going to see gonna my be... ass on the news like, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I tried to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're going to be like recording or something. And all of a sudden like the police and shit are going to roll up and we're going to be live. Like, <laughs> like on your drive. We are live. Coming to you from Mandy's <laughs> house. But you're going to see like the fucking lights and sirens and shit. And this asshole is going to be taken out in cuffs. Because he's done something to somebody. I'm I have to you. say, deep, deep down, I truly believe there will be an I knew it moment. Yeah. Which is terrifying. So, I feel better now. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking cheers. Cheers. We'll be right back. I'm a widow. What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong But I'm a creep I'm a Okay, so I am going to tell you the story about Dame Alice Kittler, who lived about 800 years ago, and she was the first woman in Ireland to ever be tried for witchcraft. The first? In Ireland. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so she lived in an area called Medieval Mile in Kilkenny, Ireland in 1263, and she was the first person to ever be tried and charged with witchcraft in Ireland. And this takes place some 300 years before the Salem Witch Trials. Wow. Yeah. She was the only child of Flemish immigrants, and I'm ashamed to say that I don't know where that comes from. It comes from Fleming. <laughs> Wherever Flem is. Like in uh... <laughs> Isn't that where, uh... Where's Flem? Where the nanny was from? Flushing Queens? Flushing. <laughs> uh, Which is in Queens. Well, I know, but I thought yeah. maybe it was named after the Irish Fleming. I was like, where's Flem? <laughs> if they're Flemish, they're from Flem or Fleming. I was like... I was... When I was, like, watching this episode about the show I first learned about this on, yeah. like, before I started reading, I was like, Flemish? 
Where's that? <laughs> That'd be funny if it was just called Flemish. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Flemishham. <laughs> Flemishham Shire. Um, anyway, so she's from... Um, Flemish. She's the only child of Flemish immigrants. They were merchants, and they had a place called Kittler House. Kittler. Which is now... You sounded like Moira. <laughs> Kittler. <laughs> Kittler. House. Kittler House. Kittler. Kittler. You have to say it like that now whenever you, whenever you mention it. Kittler House. <laughs> David. <laughs> David, don't be such a stick in the mud. <laughs> um, oh, we are getting off track. <laughs> worth Bring it. Bring me back to Flemish. Flemish. We're actually going back to Kilkenny. To Kilkenny. So actually, the place that she lived, Killer House, mm-hmm. is actually a really cool looking pub. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like all cobblestone streets, and it's like this really old fucking building. I want to go to Ireland so bad. I know. The place was beautiful. Like, when they were in the building... And um, the guy was talking to, like, a local historian. They were inside, and, like, the pub's all old and original in mm-hmm. a lot of parts. And I was like, I want to go there now. Ugh, it I was go so cool. Yeah. So once her father died, she inherited his wealth and his property. Since she was the only child, it didn't have to go through a male heir or anything like that. It was okay. all hers. She married four times. Whoa. Mm-hmm. She gets around. She did. Each husband... Died of mysterious causes. Uh-huh. I'm sure it was mysterious. Mm-hmm. Husband number one, his name was William Outlaw. They were married from 1280 to 1285. He was a merchant and a money lender. Together they had one son. That was my tummy. Sorry about that. <laughs> it was t- tummy thunder. Tummy thunder hitting tonight. <laughs> he was a merchant and a money lender. They had one son together. It was her only child. Okay. Um he was also named William, and later he ended up becoming the mayor of Kilkenny in 1305. Well, isn't that nice? Uh, husband number two, his name was Adam Blund. They got married in 1302. He was also a moneylender and a local business owner. She had a type, clearly. She did. His death was mysterious, but his official cause of death was listed as too much drinking. Hmm. Yes. In 1302, she and her second husband were actually briefly accused of killing the first husband. (laughs) I'm actually unsure of why or how that got dropped, but it did. It sounds like they were on to something. Husband number three was Richard DeVal. They were married from 1309 to 1316. He was a landholder. He was also dying of mysterious causes. I don't know anything else about him. Okay. Husband number four was John DePore. They were married from 1316 to 1324. His death was also suspicious, but he himself had suspicions that he had been poisoned. Suspicions. Suspicions <laughs> that he was I can't do poisoned. it. Poisoned. <laughs> it was reported that his hair was falling out and his nails were actually pulling away from the nail beds in his fingers. It sounds like they were probably all poisoned. I mean... Most likely. Yeah. But because he was noticing what was happening, it must have been slower. But oh. those are all symptoms of arsenic poisoning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, show. Yeah, for show. Shortly before his death, his four children learned that they had been cut out of his will. And so they decided to take revenge on Alice. In so fact, she cut them out of the will like he didn't know? He did to make sure that everything went to her. Oh. But they learned, like, just before he died that that had happened. So after he died, they decided to turn around and seek vengeance on Alice because they knew that she was the reason that they were cut out. Sounds like she was a fucking witch. Maybe not magical, but she was a witch. Well, she's certainly a fucking black widow. Right. So once the other children of the previous husbands Mm -hmm. found out that the children, the four children of husband number four... Okay. We're going after her. They decided to join forces. Ooh. They all... Angry mob. Oh, yeah. They all decided to get together, and they accused her of using poison and sorcery against their fathers. Ooh. Mm-hmm. It was said that Alice, along with her son William, and a servant named Petronilla de Meth, formed a coven It would meet in the woods just outside of the town and perform black magic. Well, it was a name like Petronilla... I mean, Petronilla that de sounds Meth. like 
Sounds like a witch name. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. She was a servant that worked for Alice. Okay. Minion that served her. Mm-hmm. Or, as that I... That served her. That <laughs> served her. <laughs> I, can't, I can't drop it. I need to drop it because I can't even do it. I'll just keep... Every time, like, when I'm... She's looking at me, right, while she's telling me the story, and you see the smile on my face because I'm hearing it in Moira's voice. In my head. If I could do that good of an impression, oh my God. I would do this entire episode in more of a voice. <laughs> oh, man. I anyway. fucking love her. Continue. Now Continue. I want to go home and watch Shit's Creek. <laughs> so, as as we go on in the story, I think Petronella is more of a scapegoat than anything else. And you'll understand why. Okay. But, like, as it goes on, it's like, this poor woman. So, Alice and her two co-conspirators were arrested for witchcraft, heresy, and murder in 1324. She Willem, Willem, which is kind of like William. <laughs> she Willem. She, Alice, William, and Petronilla were accused of the following, because it's quite a, quite a list. Oh, okay. So it says denying the faith of Christ and the church, cutting up animals to sacrifice to demons, Ooh. holding secret meetings at night in churches to perform black magic and overpower the church. Using sorcery and potions to control Christians. Possessions of a familiar Robert Artisan, a lesser demon of Satan. Oh, shit. And what? murder, her, the murder of her husbands. They also said okay. that she was guilty of um, intercourse with an incubus. Oh. Mm-hmm. A bishop by the name of Richard de la Dread, great name, mm-hmm. who from here on out will be called Bishop Dick. Just I like it. He's my favorite. For what's to come, I guess. For what's to come. From here on out, he's Bishop Dick. Okay. Um, he was known as the scourge of witchcraft and heresy. I don't know what a scourge is. But I don't either. <laughs> that's just what he was called. Um, he was set to preside over their trial. Bishop Dick sent people over to Alice Kittler's house to search for proof of her being a witch. And they claimed to have found mysterious vials of powders and potions among her belongings to further prove that she's a witch. I'm sure they were planted, but maybe, just maybe, she did have some shit like that. She, maybe she did. Who knows? Maybe she did. If she was poisoning her husband's, I'm oh, assuming that yeah. there were vials of something somewhere. Yeah, Because that's true. if she's out and about, why would she have them on her? Mm-hmm. Because now she knows that all of her former stepchildren are coming after her. She's being accused. Her yep. her son is being accused. You and would now think she would hide her shit though. You would think, but now Petronella is being accused. You know, they're now they're being accused of being a coven. Right. They're being accused. So now there's a secret spot in the woods that's now tied into this somehow. Right. So who's to say there aren't vials of something? And who's to say they weren't a coven? Maybe they were exactly. seen in the woods. Doing maybe some this, shit. yeah, maybe this really was happening. Maybe she was sacrificing her husbands. Right. It is said that there were sacrifices being made. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, like the police didn't offer these vials to like cats to see if they died or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bishop Dick's initial attempts to have Hitler arrested were challenging. Bishop Dick wrote to the Chancellor of Ireland, Roger Outlaw. Remember that name? Okay. Roger Outlaw demanding... Stupid last name, so I will remember it. Well, we've used that name before. What? Outlaw. Yeah, I don't... It doesn't ring Roger Outlaw demanding her arrest. He urged that secular powers concede to the church powers, and this point was an issue throughout the trial. Now, Kittler was related to the chancellor. He's a former in-law via her first husband. Wait. William Outlaw was her first husband and her son's father. Okay. The chancellor of Ireland... Okay. ...was his brother... Oh, okay. Yes. My brain's picking up what you're putting down now. All right. As such, he asked Bishop Dick to drop the case. Instead, the chancellor asked that the accused be excommunicated for 40 days before the arrest, which really was just giving them time to escape. Instead, Bishop Dick took it upon himself to accuse the chancellor of Ireland for harboring heretics, but he was cleared of any wrongdoing. So, obviously, that didn't stick because he's the chancellor of fucking Ireland. Right. And this is just Bishop Dickface. Speaking of Dickface, he did charge Alice and William with heresy. William, Alice's son, called a senior official in Dublin and had Bishop Dick thrown in prison. Oh, nice. Although his stint in the clink 
was short-lived. He must have been, it must have been quite satisfying. He did ramp up his efforts again, though, when he got out. I wouldn't expect any less. Right. Allison and her accomplices were accused of heresy, sacrificing to demons, communicating, or communing with demons, magically excommunicating (laughs) and usurping the church, making love and hate potions to corrupt Christians, murdering her past husbands, and engaging in a sexual affair with an incubus. And you know what? What we don't know is all that shit happened. And then she was like an actual fucking witch. Right. Who knows? That's what, in my head, I want to believe that that shit, like, really did happen, which is so terrible. I want to know how they think that somebody, like, this one woman is so magically gifted that she can be like... I'm coming after all of humanity and all of the Christians and every single fucking person in Kilkenny is going to fucking hate the church. And that's what is so cool to me about those times, though. Like, no, I would never want to live in those times because I would have definitely been burned at the stake. Oh, I would have been burned the second I was born. But at the same time, the fact that you could pull or bring someone up on charges for witchcraft or saying that you bewitched your neighbor or the fact that that was real at the time, like, People, in their minds, magic and witchcraft and all that was, like, commonplace. It was. You know? And I'm... That would never happen here. You know? I do believe in witchcraft to a certain extent, you know, depending on the person. Right, right. But no one's gonna set charges against you for witchcraft and actually take you to court. Right. Like, we could go outside right now and do anything we wanted to. We could dance naked under the fucking moon. We could carve a fucking pentagram... Yeah, into the tree. And into (laughs) your yard. Line it with candles and fucking have, you know, whatever we wanted. Any satanic whatever. Yeah. The big guy, she really likes Halloween. That's fine. Dance naked. Do whatever. Go in the woods. Curses, hexes, whatever. Blessed be. So mode it be. Like, whatever. And they'd be like, oh, they're crazy. Right. They're witches. Oh, they're witches. And people would be like, yeah, they're just a little crazy. Yeah, but back then, that's back so then, cool. Back like then, you're it was, dead. It, but they believed it to be true. And, like, I kind of, like, love that about that time that they believed in it. Because now... Yeah, they, thought they thought it carried so much power. Right. And there's so many things that we have experienced that we believe in. Yeah. That if you talk to the wrong party, they think you're... Bat shit crazy. That's right. That is right. <laughs> but I guess back then, if we talked to the wrong party, we would have gotten burned at the stake. So, you know. If you even kind of thought stuff. that something like that was even possible, you would have been burned at the stake. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Alice, what does she do? She escapes completely. Just disappears. Maybe she's a fucking witch. She doesn't. She no. is a witch. She takes off. She disappears. She doesn't pop up in public records again. Just fucking boom. She's out. Damn. Now, remember, this is early 1300, so public records are already fucking sketchy. Right, yeah. Um, Tis true, but it's also interesting that she was able to just, poof, gone. I agree. However, you're thinking also, like, most of Ireland was very rural. Outside of Kilkenny, Dublin, you know, your major right. places, you're in the... Fucking a lot of it is still that way. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Yeah. So back then, she's hanging out with fucking cows and shit and she probably <laughs> was someone in the middle of the country or like in Wales or somewhere. I was gonna say she probably left Ireland altogether. Yeah, she could have been in Scotland or Wales. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. no one would have ever known. Yeah. She probably took her killing spree somewhere else. Probably. If it even happened. However, her son William bribed his way out of any punishment. He was the mayor. He had friends in high places, okay. and his uncle was the chancellor of Ireland. Yes, so so he, he had got away. A definite in, yes. Now, <clears throat> Petronella de Meff was not so lucky. This poor woman. Oh gosh, she was brought into this because of fucking whatever. Her because name was. of her relationship with Alice and William. Alice. She was loyal to them. They were her friends, but she didn't have any social standing. She didn't have money. She didn't marry. I don't even know if she was married to begin with. She certainly didn't marry into wealth. She didn't own any land. She was essentially nobody. Yeah. Like in that's what sucks about those times. In like the caste system or whatever you want to call it, she wasn't noble. She wasn't. She didn't hold a title. Nothing. She was no one. 
So she, I mean, she was a servant. Yeah. She was subjected to torture. They captured oh her gosh. and they tortured her and they tortured her and they tortured her until they to got. To confess? Yep. Until yep, they got a confession. Fuckers. She subsequently admitted to partaking in witchcraft. Her confession outlined the extent of her involvement and confirmed Alice's guilt in six out of the seven wackadoodle accusations. Her testimony and confessions were said under duress and she was being tortured for fuck's sake. I mean. Right. It's most likely unreliable. Right, exactly. Like, that's... They were just doing it so they could prove that they were right. Well, not only that, who knows what they're even saying, you know what I mean? If you tell us, then we'll X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? They don't even know... Right, what I'm wondering, though, is these people... Like, was there anyone... Like, did everyone of that time fully believe witchcraft was real? Or did these guys use that or women or whoever you know did they use that because they knew it was like a sure thing this bitch is going down right she's killing her husband but was there anyone who like thought maybe this is an excuse maybe witchcraft isn't real like we haven't found enough evidence to really say witchcraft you know like did anyone think that or were they like yeah she's a fucking witch so from what i was reading this wasn't a common thing i mean if you think about it Petronilla, yeah. and I'm, you know, I'm going to get more into it, but she was the first woman that was tried. Nobody had been charged and killed for it in Ireland before. So it wasn't something that was common at the time. Yeah, she was the... Witchcraft existed. Yes, it was a crime, but it wasn't like it was a big... It wasn't punishable by death? Well, no, I just don't think it was a big issue. You know, we think of things like the Salem witch trials and things like that, where someone could be like, she's a witch, and you didn't even have to have due cause. Right. It could be, you know, we talked about this on our last episodes, where, you know, someone could blink wrong, and they'd be like, I saw it too. Oh, shit, she's a witch. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like that for this. Can you imagine if they just walked in this room that we're recording in, and and saw the skeletons on the wall and stuff? Oh, my God. We would immediately be burned. We wouldn't even have a trial. Yeah. They'd be like, they look at this shit. with Satan every night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. The way, just the, the few things we have in here, I mean. That are even visible. Like when we were fully set up. Oh, yeah. They would have been like, this is the devil's lair. <laughs> we're just going to burn you right where you sit. Yeah. Because you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, they yeah. could walk into my bedroom and be like, uh. Right. What is that in the corner? <laughs> they could open my laptop and be like witch oh my god high priestess right <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like i have like a little like altar type set up with all my crystals and shit in uh, the yeah, corner of my fucked. room yeah. oh yeah i'm done you would be done mm-hmm. completely fucked i have like all my runes and yeah you know my my uh oracle boards and my pendulum i wouldn't be shit. able to wear anything like this mm-hmm. around my neck or i'm wearing a fucking tarot card on my t-shirt right? for fuck's sake and i'm I wearing have a, a skull with a braid right and i have my my fucking bracelets. Yeah. yeah. I know. Just our logo is like enough to like get us charged with witchcraft back then. Yeah. We're like completely fucked. Although I would love to be a witch in today's world. We can be. <laughs> Working on it. Okay. No, okay. So she was tortured and she admitted to all of this stuff. Hoping it would save her life. Exactly. Ugh. We don't know what she was promised. We don't know whatever. We do know that in her confession... She said Alice did it, and out of those seven wackadoodle things, yeah, she did do this, 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 and this. In fact, one of the things that she did say is, "I saw her have sex with an incubus." Shut. So the that's front door. So that's not even the one that was left out of the seven. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so shut up. Bishop Dick's retelling of Petronella's confession is actually here. So I'm going to tell you what he wrote from her confession. Okay. So he said, on one of these occasions by the crossroads outside the city, she had made an offering of three cocks to a, I know. (laughs) I'm such a child. We can't, we can't say shit like that without laughing. Okay. Um, She had made an offering of three cocks to a certain demon who she called Robert, son of art from the depths of the underworld. She had poured out the cock's blood, cut the animals into pieces, and mixed the intestines with spiders and other black worms like scorpions with an herb called milfoil as well as with other herbs and horrible worms. She had boiled this mixture in a pot with the brains and clothes of a boy who had died without baptism and with the head of a robber who had been decapitated. 
Petronilla said she had several times at Alice's instigation and once in her presence consulted demons and received answers. She had consented to a pact whereby she would be the medium between Alice and the said Robert, her friend. In public, she said that with her own eyes, she had seen aforesaid demon as three shapes in the form of three black men, each carrying an iron rod in the hand. This apparition happened by daylight before the said Dame Alice, and while Petronilla herself was watching, the apparition had intercourse with Alice. After this disgraceful act with her own hand, she, meaning Alice, wiped clean the disgusting place with the sheets from her own bed. That sounds like a real account. That's what Bishop Dick wrote that she said, that's what Petronella said while she was being tortured. According to Bishop Dick, what he yeah, wrote. So we'll never, we'll never know what she actually said. Right. So but, that's his I mean, account of what she said when, when she was being tortured. Yeah, I mean, I, I wonder if there really is a mix of some magical shit and her being just a terrible person. You know? Well, I mean... Like, the the thought or the idea of all this stuff came from somewhere. Yeah. Not not just this story particularly. The thought that got in their head came from somewhere. Like, someone must have witnessed some crazy shit that is not of this world or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if something like that could... We hear witch trial and we're like, eh. You know? Yeah. But the one who died, yeah, I don't believe she at all was a witch. But maybe this fucking bitch was. Maybe. So on November 3rd, 1324, Petronilla was dragged into the Kilkenny Town Square, publicly flogged, and then burned at the stake in front of the entire town. Because she witnessed something? This makes me so mad. Well. So fucking mad. But she also confessed to being a part of it. Yeah. I mean, not that that makes it any better. No. Don't get me wrong. But supposedly, supposedly, right before they lit the match, she screamed and said that she'll be back in the next life to get her revenge. It's like Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. When the virgin lights the black flame candle. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yes, I love this story. So throughout the years, there have been a few claims around the, in the buildings around the town square that you see a lady wandering around. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's people that are, like, afraid of her. And they kind of stay away. In the Kilkenny Inn, which is what it's called now. Okay. But um, that was... That was her... Her house. Yeah. Which is a bar. Okay. Um, I don't want to go so bad. And I, I think you might be able to stay, like, upstairs. I yeah. think that might be why it's called an Like inn. in Harry Potter, when you stayed in, like, those rooms with, like, the hay beds and shit or whatever. Right, like, above right. the bar. That's supposedly haunted by Alice. I bet there's... So many haunted places. And, and, you know, like I said in the beginning, that area in Kilkenny is called, like, medieval, what I call it. So, wait, Alice, which one? Alice, Alice is the, the bad the witch. The so, witch. I bet you the Petronilia. Medieval Mile. That's, like, the oldest part of Kilkenny. Okay. Well, I bet you it's haunted not by Alice, who got the fuck out of there. I bet it's Petronilia, who said she'd be back. In 1985, apparently there was a fire at the site of the actual burning. Ever since then, there have been claims of seeing a spirit of a woman in white wandering around Medieval Mile. Okay. There's a building that's kind of like a... A building? A building. (laughs) It's kind of like a clock tower, and it has these arches. And you can see her wandering around, and people are afraid to go up near the arches at the top of the clock tower at night because they see her wandering around looking down. where she was in the woods on the site where it was claimed that Alice William and Petronilla practiced their witchcraft it said that sometimes you can see flames and a screaming banshee what the fuck now for those of you that don't know to the Irish a banshee is a spirit of a wailing woman often dressed in white so when you hear her scream it means someone in your family is about to die it's just impending doom it's not you but like, like say, um, actually, I actually had a client who heard the banshee. Ooh. I'm getting off topic. This will be two seconds. She heard the banshee and you hear the scream all around you. You know, she was in her room and she heard it in the hallways of her house. She heard it outside her window. It just fucking surrounded her. And she was like, what the fuck? And, um, I think it was like her grandma died or mm-hmm. something, but she didn't find out until after that. So usually the, the banshee, she is a harbinger of death, but she's more of like in our, like what we've heard is she uh is warning you that someone's gonna die 
Oh, for this story, for some reason. I've never heard that before. Yeah, it said that. You will die if you hear the banshee? If she's like, if you oh my God, see that's so her. Scary. If you see her, you're going to die. That's terrifying. Yeah. I've never heard that. So there was an interview on the show that I was watching when I first learned about this story. Yeah. Where the host, who I'm not going to mention, interviewed the man that lives there. He was walking his dog through the woods. His dog was acting like kind of squirrely. And this is at night. Okay. Um, his dog was acting squirrely. So he's, he let his dog off the leash to kind of like give him space or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the dog takes off for a little bit. Okay. And the dog starts coming back. And like I said, it's like dark, dark. Yes. You're exciting me so much. As he notices his dog coming back. Yeah. There's a (gasps) shadow, something dark behind the dog Mm -hmm. coming back to him. And as I'm getting chills. So as the dark shadow comes closer, it gets lighter and lighter and lighter. Okay. And he notices that it's a woman. And when she gets up close to him. She's so light that she almost kind of has like a glow to her, but she's not glowing. Wait, she's walking with the host of the show at this, or he's walking with the host? He's telling the host. Oh, he's telling him. He's telling the host. The host is witnessing the show? Right, no, he's telling the host this story of what happened. Okay. The spirit of the woman gets close. Gets close. She's so bright, she's almost like has a glow to her. Damn. So he's kind of stunned, but he's trying to act like he's not scared. Right. Because. Obviously, in Ireland, you know what a fucking banshee is. Right, yeah. So he's just standing there, and he said that he's not scared or anything. He's just kind of looking at her. She didn't look frightened. She didn't look anything, but she just kind of looked at him for a minute. And she said that she asked him if he could help her. And he said, if I'm able to, I will. And she said, I need you to do me a favor. Or would you do me a favor? This woman. Yeah. Okay. She told him to deliver a message to a very specific address. Okay. And so he, he said he would do it. So she gives him this message and he goes and delivers this message to where she said to. Okay. Now he wouldn't, he was afraid to say what the message was because he was afraid that if he said the message out loud, yeah, that like <clears throat> something bad would happen. But as soon as he said that he would do it, yeah, she said okay and disappeared. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But he said he went to the address and delivered the message as promised, and wow. he hasn't seen her since. Wow. Yeah, and he still continues to like walk his dog through the woods right there. I have this story. I have to dig it up because I don't remember much of it about a banshee, and it's a short story. And it's a personal account of someone, and it's fucking creepy. I never, I never in my, like, I think that's one of the things that I would never want to experience. I don't want to see something that's supposed to be like, you know, harbinger of doom. Well, not only that, I don't want to see something that's going to fucking scream. I don't want like a screamer. Like (laughs) you're like, Oh, it's a woman in white. Okay. And then it's something that fucking screams pass. It's like the jackal from 13 ghosts. Exactly. I don't need a scream. No. Mm-mm. I think it screams, but either way, it's it's fucking terrifying, and the noise it makes is horrible. But the banshee is like one of my favorite topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's my story. That is good. Yeah, and I am of the mindset that maybe she was a practicing witch. I kind of think so too. And, and the girl just took the fall for her. That and that's exactly why yeah. I said I think she was a scapegoat. And I yeah. think that's why she's still wandering around because she wants revenge. She wants vengeance. Yeah. Because she took the fall. I think that there's a really good chance that Alice was a was a witch, which okay, cool. Fine. Was her son helping? Yeah. Why else would he need yeah. to bribe his way out of everything? Cool. You want to be a witch too, dude? Cool. Sorcery's your jam. Do it. Do it up. I'm here for it. I want to know all about it. But if Petronella was helping, fine. Right. You know, if she, if she was learning how to be a witch, fucking cool. But I don't, I don't like that Alice set her up to take the fall just because she was poor. Oh yeah. She had, I mean, she She had had no no way out. Yeah. She was fucked. From the second she became involved. But I get the feeling that Alice really was dabbling in the dark arts. I do too. In fact, when I first started watching it, I was like, meh, maybe. And then I was like, well, you know, 
I think regardless whether she was or she wasn't, she needed to get away because she was going to be charged with the murder of her four husbands yeah. to begin with. Yeah, either way, she was guilty of sin and she's not the one that got executed. Right, she killed up. She killed her husbands. Yeah, for sure. At the end uh-huh. of the day, I mean, she's guilty of that and she yeah. should have died for that. Yeah. The witchcraft, though, was a really fun twist in this story. Yes, and I was like, was. oh my God. And then I was like, no, that poor woman took oh, the man. fall. You know, I mean, I thought it was a really cool fucking story. And then you're starting, you're throwing in banshees and shit. And then there's ghosts. And I'm like, that's Ireland for you, man. I want to be in Ireland with my, with my native people. I mean, and then you even like, (laughs) you can see fire from a distance from that site. It's like, hold up. That's fucking cool. Who wants to plan a trip to kill Kenny Ireland? I mean, I want to go so (laughs) bad. Yeah. I want to go to all of the Ireland. Mostly... Actually, mostly the southern half, but... Well, this... Kilkenny's in southern yeah, Ireland. I want to go mm. all around the southern peninsula. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to Munster, specifically. To eat the cheese? No. Oh. Oh, my God. I never put that together. <laughs> no. 75% of my genetic matches are in this little fucking pinpoint in Ireland called Munster. No kidding. 75%. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, I wouldn't probably tell them I was coming, though. Because one of my clients did that. Mine's and, in England. Yeah. Like, 60% of my DNA is, like, England, and the rest is, like, you were a Viking bitch. Yeah. I'm like, Mine, sweet. For the most part, it's 75% Irish Munster, specifically, and, like, 20% Norwegian, which it's, like, right there. Yeah. But one of my clients, she thought it'd be fun, because her husband was kind of the same as me with that. Mm-hmm. And so she found a group on Facebook for that specific town in yeah. Ireland and she posted that they were coming and on this day we're going to be at this pub at this time if you want to come say hi or whatever she said the whole fucking town came yeah and I was like oh shit no I don't want to do that why not <laughs> I don't know I mean what if he's like really hot and I'm like I'm probably related to you because I'm related to almost everybody in this town I'll go Irish with you and, sexy as fuck. and I'll take it for you <laughs> I'd be like we look alike um and I'm single, so let's do this. <laughs> yeah. We'll do it in like a million years after all our other plans. We're I don't know. I'll things. drop the rest of our plans <laughs> <laughs> to go to Ireland. I'm not going to lie. But anyways, that was awesome. I love witchcraft stories. I want to be a witch, but a good one-ish. Depending on if you make me mad. I'm just kidding. <laughs> or make me mad. Or make Katie mad. Oh, man. You don't want Katie's wrath. You better hope she doesn't learn witchcraft. You'll be fucked. <laughs> anyway, All right. hope you enjoyed so, that. Yeah, I hope you liked it because when I started digging in, I mean, I have like six pages of shit written down and I could not stop. And I was telling Mandy earlier, like my hand's going to fucking fall off mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure a ligament needs to be cut out completely <laughs> because my hand hurts. But I thought it was so fun. Yeah, no, that was really fun. I loved it. All right. Well, we will catch you assholes next time. Bye! Bye! Bye.